Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode. Episode nine. Feeling feeling fine. Um, yeah, we are almost at 10 episodes, which is crazy. Um, but we have another special guest this week, as promised. Um, we've been loving our guests lately. And um, our lovely special guest today is Jane. And Jane, I've known Jane for many years now. Uh, we met when we were working at a restaurant in DC together. Um, and we have just kept in touch ever since. Um, she's one of the only people I still talk to, I think, from that restaurant. I feel like at every job I work in, I always have like that one person I'll keep in touch with afterwards. Um, so she's my selected one for that job. So Jane, tell us about yourself. Thanks. I feel special. Yeah. I feel like I always collect like one person that becomes like my long-term friend at every job. Yeah. And that's yeah. Sarah. <laughs> Yay. We, uh, we bonded over memes and our love of murder. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, true uh, crime. <laughs> yeah. We would just gossip at the host stand about other people we worked with. And when she moved away, I was sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. There was so much gossip at that restaurant. It was ridiculous. It was crazy that our owners were like in on it. They would come up and be like, oh my God, did you know that this person is dating this person? Like, yes. And of yeah, course, because it was a restaurant. Yeah. Of course, restaurants are always just like, just a cesspool of just like dating and everyone sleeping with everyone and general drama. So there was just always so much going on. We had like, what, like four couples, like just like within that one group of people working at the restaurant at any given time. Like, yeah, yeah. Jeez, there were four serious of, like, couples. Mingling. Yeah. Like and four, four, like kind of like semi long-term couples. Yeah. <laughs> one of them's engaged. The other one, another one still lives together. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. It's very funny. Um, but yeah, we had some fun times there. Yeah, lots of gossiping up at the host stand. Because <laughs> Jane was, I, I was a hostess and Jane was a bartender. And um, Jane would always just get bored at the bar if no one was sitting at the bar. And she would always just come up to the host stand and hang out with me. <laughs> yeah, talk shit about people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good time. Awesome. Um, and Jane has many fun stories to share with us because she has... Um, worked in a ton of interesting jobs but um oh, lots yeah. of lots of funny bartender stories and just crazy things you see um in the service industry so absolutely yeah, i feel like bartender is like prime for stories so that's great you witness a lot of other people's really just weird dating behavior and also like she said restaurants are super incestuous so it's always yes. that weird person that you work with that you end up hooking up with and then they hook up with <laughs> someone else always <laughs> oh my gosh yes <laughs> we'll have to like change some names if we talk about people we worked with but there were some there's some very funny ones and the, the, some of the ones I, I still can't believe they're still together I'm like how did that happen it's been like four years <laughs> it's crazy like getting married and I getting know. serious like they're gonna have children together <laughs> oh, you know, you're never supposed to like marry that person that you like worked in a restaurant with like that's not how it works <laughs> sometimes oh it does destiny takes over <laughs> yeah true love <laughs> awesome anyway um i guess we'll just get into our stories then um, yeah it's your turn so we know for once we have like a definitive answer like i go first this time i love it well, i think you go first on odds i go on even so hopefully i'll remember that next time we record but wow no that's too organized that you have like an actual rule for it wow okay well my first one this time around um it kind of is on a theme that we've covered in the past um so of course it's misconnections in san diego the title is couple need a girlfriend or boyfriend or both so oh, he's really playing the field of so they're flexible they're they're open to options yeah um <laughs> So it goes, uh, we are a curious couple looking for a girlfriend or boyfriend or both to have a nice time. Once in a while, your place, age 23 and up, um, picture or no response, say habla espanol, uh, no weird people or drugs, and healthy. That's the whole post. They're very organized. Like, I'm, that's organized. Like, uh, what I picked up on, like some requirements there. I think like maybe not A plus, but like this is like getting into the A territory. Like they know what they want. They have requirements. They're like 
introducing what they want. So but I don't the, know, but like, yet it's, they're it's but yet solid. they're keeping it open at the same time, which mm-hmm. I like. Like they're flexible. They're like, I mean, girlfriend, boyfriend, one or both. We're not picky. So I guess that's fun. Um, I like that they say no weird people. I feel like that's a little vague. Could be interpreted in many ways, especially looking at the demographic of people who would be looking at the misconnections on Craigslist. Craigslist yeah. are just like, mm. yeah. where do you draw the line on weird people is the thing though. Cause I feel like that's already a low bar just given the context, but yeah, if you're on Craigslist, you're probably a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I like, like pe- they specify no drugs also. I like that. Yeah. I feel like people who do that, I feel like they post like Craigslist, Tinder. I feel like they just like go everywhere because it's hard to find people. Also like Spanish speaker too. Like that also intrigued me as well. That like they're open to speak Spanish if you. I like that. I mean, that's pretty common here. Like there's a lot of bilingual people in San Diego. So I guess they're just, no, I mean, that's pretty normal here. So I guess they're just saying they're open. Um, We're so close to the border anyway. Um, But yeah, they want pictures. So I guess they do have some sort of appearance um, standards, even though they're not willing to share those with us yet. But I guess like they'll know it when they see it. So yeah. I don't blame them. I think everyone should like. Yeah, I think pictures are reasonable. I also like that they blatantly said your place, like they're going to come to you. No other choice. (laughs) They're like, no, you don't get to come in our house. (laughs) I debated that in my head because I was like, well, I don't want to show up at their place. Like if I was in that situation, but also, I don't know, maybe just like hotel or something like that. Keep it I know, neutral. like, I don't know which one I feel better neutral. about. I feel weird about both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably the neutral hotel. Yeah, I guess. I, I think you need to do like the, the motel by the hour or something for this scenario. But yeah, so that was my first one. Um, I hope they find what they're looking for. I do too. They yeah. seem reasonable. So I good mean, for best, them. best case, they find both. They get like a girlfriend and a boyfriend and make it a foursome, like in our last episode. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the dream. So, it's good for them. So, my first one, loving the Kansas City Craigslist, is starts with the title of No Bra Wearing Friend, Missing That. <laughs> <laughs> missing That. <laughs> I love it. I love it already. Uh, all right. <laughs> so a few years ago, I had a friend who would meet me with no bra. Really enjoy that bouncy look. We would hang out and talk, and she would tease me, lean into me sometimes, missing my friend who enjoys no bra and enjoys teasing me. So then he goes like into specifics. So then he goes into me. Average in looks, well-educated, world-traveled, bald, 6'1", 50, strong frame. Exercises often, but should lose 15 pounds. No smoking, no drugs. Plays piano, quietly content and happy. Spiritual with meditation. That's that was, it. That was such a long list of descriptors for himself. I'm just trying to like take it all in. I there's wow. a lot. That's yeah, a, he, he he goes into it. He's like, I'm going like full tender on this shit. But I love that he gave like this very specific request of like what he's looking for, but then like gave just a really lengthy description of himself. Like it was more just kind of like a generic dating ad, but he was still looking for something very specific. So I don't really understand. Like, is he looking for the no bra girl? But then like if other people are interested in how he described himself, he's like open to options. Like, I just want to know more about like what he's really looking for. Yeah, because like if all he looks for is a female who doesn't wear a bra, I think that's pretty easy to accommodate. That's like pretty much 50% of the human population. So that's not could, narrowing yeah, it down could, at all. Could be anyone, honestly. So I don't know, but I love his description of himself. He's very so, honest as well. He's like in okay shape, but need to lose some pounds. Like, <laughs> just like you're so very realistic, sir. <laughs> Strong frame, but exercises often and should lose 15 pounds. Like I love that description. It's I know. Great. Yeah. He's, he's just telling it like it is. I respect it. <laughs> he really is. Oh my God. That's good. I like it. All right. So my next one is like very San Diego and I love it. Um, so as you know, the, we have a very famous uh, zoo and like wild animal park in San Diego. 
So this is on that theme. Uh, the title is Maybe We Could Walk the Zoo Together. And I'm like, wow, that sounds really wholesome. I'm going to read this. Yeah, that's reasonable. No, okay. Yeah. Um, so it goes, I was walking to my car from the zoo as you were inquiring if you could enter. They asked if you were a member and you said yes. You were sweaty and I didn't mind. <laughs> Maybe we could walk the zoo together instead of apart. What color were my shorts? Also, what was the time they gave you before you started walking in? So this guy's looking for like a specific person that he saw at the yeah, zoo. This uh, is this yeah. is not I thought it was gonna be just like a I have a cute date idea. I'd like to go to the zoo with someone and that's how it was gonna be. And then it took like a very specific turn. So I love that he like wants to know like that this was the person he was looking for. Like he's asking them like what color were my shorts, like what was the time? Like give me the details. Like he's he knows what he wants. Um and then the sweaty comment killed me. <laughs> But he's, like, looking for a girl who's a member at the San Diego Zoo. Yeah. That's, like, pretty... That doesn't narrow it down a ton. Yeah. I always wonder if these girls have any idea that these guys are looking at them. He's like, yeah. I was. you were sweaty. What color are my shorts? Like, she wasn't paying attention to you, bro. <laughs> no, I know. That's. I love these. I love the ones where they're, like thought you might have been looking at me it's like I guarantee that girl was not looking at you sir <laughs> like <laughs> it's a common theme with the the Craigslist misconnections but yeah I, I'm pretty sure this girl has no idea who this man is like she was clearly busy trying to get into the zoo with her membership so yeah and she was sweaty and I guarantee like it's in San Diego this was recent like every girl at the zoo was sweaty that day. Like, yeah. this is not, yeah. like, a defining characteristic, so. <laughs> it's hot and it's humid. Like, yeah, you're going to sweat. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So it was just funny. But I hope he finds someone to walk the zoo with him. Yeah, he He's... doesn't seem, like, too bad. Like, so far, I'm worried this third story you're going to tell, because the first two have been, like, pretty reasonable. But I feel like this third one's going to be, like, a creep ass. Oh, I got a good one for you. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> <She's saving laughs> my 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 third one is always like the spiciest one that I can yeah. find. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's your next one? So this one's a long one. I'm gonna try to shorten it some because like this dude just like describes a shit ton. Is it from <laughs> Craigslist or Reddit? It's Reddit. So okay. I mean, yeah, they're never long on Craigslist. So I know. Anyways, I wish so... I'm looking for like a novel someday on <laughs> Craigslist. Like I, I look for those really lengthy ones. Like the guy who described all the music he was into. That was like my favorite yeah. one. <laughs> well, this guy who like described all his interests. I was like, damn, that's long for Craigslist. No one ever goes that far. Love it. Anyway, so this guy, I'll try to summarize some because he goes on too much, but he dated a 22, or he's 22, she's 23, she's Mormon, parents lived in Utah, um, she was apart from the church for 12, or for two years, and they met, and but whenever quarantine happened, she went back to live with their parents, so there's the setup, you got it, let's start. Okay, so yesterday, I'm visiting my girlfriend for the week, he drove up to Utah, and have been staying with her and her parents. The parents left for work early in the morning along with my girlfriend, who I dropped off myself. I had the house all to myself, and a few hours later, my girl texts me and says she's off work early and I should come pick her up. I go pick her up and bring her back to an empty house. Naturally, we began fooling around and immediately we began making out on the couch and then it starts becoming more intense. Clothes are starting to come off and hands are going everywhere. Mind you, we are in in her living room with many windows and open blinds. I keep insisting that it isn't a good idea and we should stop. She responds by saying, no, I want you to fuck me right here. That's the point where my brain stopped doing the thinking and me and my dick took over. So, by the way, I'm gonna pause right here because whatever you think is gonna happen, it kind of does, but not in the way that you're thinking it, so. I'm so intrigued already. There's a lot it of left turns. It can't go well, is all I'm thinking. No. <laughs> like, this can't end well. <laughs> yeah, don't make out or have sex in the Mormon house, so just oh, PSA. Okay, yeah. We started doing it on her couch to the point where I was too freaked out to continue. She kept on saying that she absolutely needs me inside her still. Me being the ultimate compromiser, I say, okay, we're going to do this. It should at least be in your, her room where we can close the door. 
We then head to her room, and then the fucking ensues. Kudos for him for being somewhat, like, sensible. I'm doing the damn thing from behind, her full-out moaning, cheeks clapping. Okay, yeah. And then she, (laughs) both of us are... (laughs) Damn Mormons! I know, I'm like, all right, good for you guys. (laughs) Clap those cheeks. (laughs) Do it. Praise Joseph Smith. All right. Both of us are getting super into it. And then the next thing we know, the door flies open. Boom. Dad is home. Catches me mid-stroke behind his daughter. Both of us are badass naked. I instantly jump off and he hid and hid behind the bed. And my girlfriend pulls the sheets over her. My head is down and I fully expect him just to walk out so we can gather ourselves before he goes off on us. Nope. Walks right in. (laughs) Comes up to me and asks what I'm doing. I have no words. He wants an answer. I got nothing. He then tears the sheets off, revealing his 23-year-old daughter's naked body and rips her out of bed. He yanks her by the arm and storms off with her. I'm waiting in anticipation as he may or may not come back and skin me alive. Moments later, he comes in and tells me to get my clothes on, pack up my shit, and get the hell out. He personally insists on taking me away from the house himself in his truck. This is the part where I think he's going to drive me somewhere and sacrifice my butt. To my surprise... And one super awkward 45-minute car ride later, he's dumping me at the airport with all my stuff and telling me to never come back. He essentially ran me out of town. I'm currently stuck here and at some hotel where I don't know if I can afford to reside for the rest of my stay. I'm stranded here with no car for four more days, and I'm unable to change my flight. The situation definitely sucks for me, but all I can think is that my girlfriend is still okay. So he does give some updates. Um, apparently the dad said that he was only going to forgive her if she broke up with him. So that's what it looks like is going to happen. Um, he's just at this point saying he loves her and hopes that like whatever she does that she's happy with, but it sounds like Mormon dad's like pretty upset. Oh my God. Yeah. I love, I love how awkwardly long that car ride was. I'm so, I just love the 45 minute car ride. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> that would be terrible. The worst. Oh I also love the image of him just like full on like hiding behind the bed. <laughs> yeah, he's like on the ground. The dad's like, what are you doing? It's on like, okay, did you not see just, us? Like, like... down behind the bed. <laughs> It's like, dude, dude, he saw you at that point. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Wow. So I guess like the moral of this story is like, just like, don't fuck with Mormons maybe. Like, yeah. God, yeah. that is, no. that was too much. Oh no. I know that story had everything for me. And I just love that. Like he like took the sheet off his daughter. It's like, did you really like, Sir, why don't you do that? I know that's unnecessary and a bit creepy, but yikes. Oh my God so funny (laughs) yeah i'm just imagining the awkward silence of the 45 minute car ride and i just like die inside (laughs) that would be hell i could not yeah i also love that he was literally like leave the state like (laughs) get on a plane (laughs) wow all right well my next one um this is actually not my last one i actually have a very short bonus one as well after this um yeah just because it was extremely short but it was too good not to share um but this third one this one will get you so the title is you were swimming in the dark period um and it's in encinitas which is an area of san diego um so it just goes hi that was cool meeting you and the chat we had and a handshake exclamation point do you want to go for a dip soon that's it that's the whole post so i'm horrified by the title alone you were swimming in the dark like what does that mean were they at like a pool at night were they like in the ocean like where was she swimming in the dark like i don't understand why was the, the poster there? Why was there a handshake? I have so many questions. I don't know whether to be relieved or more disturbed about the handshake either. Like, See, that's... yeah. It makes it worse for me somehow. I don't like the handshake. But to me, it like, could be better. Because like, I don't know, have you ever, either of you, have you ever like seen a creepy dude and like, hey, let's shake hands and maybe you'll go away or something? Like, I don't know. 
Is that a tactic no. that I'm not aware of? No, unless it's like the end of a date or something and you like really can't even handle like a hug. I can see like sticking <laughs> your hand out for like a handshake instead. But like, I mean, that would be like, it would truly have to be so bad that I would go to that extreme. I mean, at least they had obviously like actual physical contact with each other. So she knows that there's somebody out there that she met as opposed to this creepy guy who's just watching somebody. See, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that does make it slightly better that it sounds like they like interacted because he says like the chat they had. So like they did have like an actual interaction. Now, whether the whether the person was like willing to have this interaction, I think is another thing. Because I feel like this very much could have just been like some girl like swimming in her like, you know, apartment pool at night and some guy just came up and like started talking to her and she was like haha okay great bye <laughs> you know so yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm picturing um I know I kind of like halfway expected him to come up and be like hey do you often swim alone and she's like hey let's shake hands and end this shit real fast <laughs> yeah so okay you know good talk sir <laughs> yeah yeah but um yeah pretty unsettling although yeah, it would have been worse if he truly was just, like, watching from a distance, because that's straight up, like, serial killer behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like the, the Craigslist ads where it's like, I followed you around the supermarket, and you saw that I was staring at you, and you're like, oh. <laughs> I know. The ones where it's like, sir, sir, please stop. Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh Get the God. security guard from Ross to stop that shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to Ross. <laughs> um, and then I'll go ahead and share my bonus one just because sure. I came across this and I was like, this isn't enough to have a story off of, but it, it's just hilarious. Um, the title is Missing Person and San Diego slash Tijuana is the location, which Tijuana is when you cross the border in San Diego into Mexico. That's the first little city. Um, and it just says missing person Kevin Dean Morrison last seen driving a 2017 Maserati Ghibli 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 I don't know how to say that I'm not a car person clearly but that's it it's literally just a missing person post about a guy named Kevin who's driving a Maserati that's it. And I'm like, wait, this isn't like a missed connection. This is not the right forum for this kind of content. Like, go to the police. <laughs> um, hey, at least it's specific to Kevin in a Maserati. And I it know gives the a Maserati. full name. It gives the yeah. car year and everything. Yeah, but it's interesting that it's San Diego slash Tijuana. So I'm wondering if like someone like I mean, I would not drive a Maserati down into Mexico, to be honest. Like, that's, no. like, asking to get kidnapped. <laughs> like, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, okay, this, this seems sketch, but I'm, I'm just hoping that this wasn't the only place they posted it. I'm really hoping that, like, they've also, like, gone to the authorities about this. <laughs> yeah, you definitely need to call that in. <laughs> yeah. So, what if... Uh, yeah. plot twist it's the kidnappers that have him and they're trying oh my to gosh. lure someone to pay for him oh my god that would be amazing that's like a movie plot twist i love it yeah that's a good yeah. tactic honestly oh, i could see like, it yeah wow well so maybe i've just you know aided the the kidnappers in um in sharing that but okay <laughs> either way <laughs> well well we shit <laughs> damn uh Okay, right. so my final one, I always try to do like a semi-wholesome. I don't know if this is wholesome. I liked it. You guys might not. So my husband and I had been getting handsy all afternoon, and at dinner time, I got dressed and was in a super short dress. While I was cooking, he was sitting with our baby on the counter and hinted that I should get something from the bottom drawer. I obliged, but then he said that something was wrong with the picture, and I quickly realized he was referring to my underwear. I took them off as sexy as I could and bent over. And when I stood back up, I went to throw it at him, intending to land them on his head. However, I unfortunately threw them short and they landed them perfectly on my baby's head instead. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. <laughs> However, I unfortunately threw them short. Yeah. And we started laughing and grabbing them off my son's head before collapsing on the floor. But our five-year-old heard us and got mad that she missed out on the joke. Yeah. So she tried to be sexy and then managed to 
throw her thong on her son's head but I don't know I thought that was cute (laughs) that's adorable I love that because I love like I don't know like I find it really adorable and sweet when like couples who have like had kids still have like you know like a cute fun like sex life like I just I love that because I feel like people are always like oh no like once we had kids like the sex life died and stuff so like I I like hearing the positive stories of when people are like no like we still like mess around and it's cute and fun I'm like yay (laughs) your your children haven't ruined this for you (laughs) so yeah that's adorable because I'm just picturing the thong like bloop Oh, on a little baby head. Yeah, and I like that the um, I like that the uh, other five year old was like, "Wait, what happened? What did I miss?" And they're just like laughing too much. They're like, "No, nah, you wouldn't get it. I'm sorry." I just want them to like turn it into a thing in their house where they then had to like also throw it at the five year old so they didn't feel left out. <laughs> and then those children will grow up thinking that's like a normal game that other families play. <laughs> I also love that category on Reddit, like where people share like stories where they're like, I just realized as an adult that this isn't a normal thing. Like, I feel like there's so many good ones like that where people realize like there's this weird thing that they did in their family that like they thought was normal. And then they realize when they're like 25 that like other families don't do that. (laughs) Those are great. (laughs) There's some really good ones out there. So I think mine personally was, so when I went to high school, I had previously obviously been at like a catholic school and so like i heard girls talking about like wanting to have sex and like it blew my mind because i was like wait girls want to have sex i was just like was taught at school that like it was only for baby making and that like my thoughts were evil and so like that was mine where i was just like whoa that happens holy shit uh catholic school man yeah Oh my gosh. Um, Yeah, I love stories like that, though, where you're like, wait, what? (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, those are our stories. Um, So I guess we'll take a little break. And then when we come back, Jane will share stories with us. Amazing. All right. We'll be right back. Are you tired of dildos and Facebook ads not being strong enough for the whole of your choice? At Cain and Abel, we aren't asking you to try our product, we're demanding it. You dirty slut. Would you prefer discreet shipping? Well, we send everything in cellophane wrapping with warning extra large dildo stickers on the side in case there's a percentage of a doubt about what you're getting. Use offer code NOTSOCASUAL and get two holes for the price of one deal. Cain and Abel ships to business addresses only, so you can show your dominance to your coworkers. Now get on in there and order it. I said do it. And we're back once again. Took a quick break, and now we're going to get into some stories with Jane. So Jane, it's all you. Awesome. So I have two stories. One's kind of my own personal shenanigans. And I have one for you that's the weirdest thing that happened to me while bartending. Yay. (laughs) I'm so excited for both. (laughs) Just for Joe. I brought this one up. Um, So my personal story, uh, back in the day, this was probably like eight, nine years ago, and I was working at a restaurant as I did through most of my 20s. And I was working with this girl and she was pregnant and she was having a baby shower. And I hate baby showers to begin with. Um, and I wasn't particularly that close with this girl. So I was like, I really don't want to go to the stupid baby shower. I'm not going to go. And my other coworker said to me, she's like, I don't think this girl really has that many friends. I don't think a lot of people are coming to her baby shower. And she's having her baby shower at the restaurant that we worked at. So she's like, we have to go. Like, you have to come to this baby shower. Like, I feel really bad for her. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll come. Got our gift. Showed up the baby shower, of course, hungover because it was a Sunday morning and I went out the night before like every other 20-year-old. And hungover and sitting at the bar drinking a Bloody Mary and I get a text from this guy that I'd been hooking up with. And I'd been hooking up with him on and off for a couple years. He had worked with us too, of course. Of course. <laughs> you meet people when you work yeah. in a restaurant. <laughs> and he was like trying to hang out with me. And I said, oh man, I'm at this baby shower whatever and he knew the girl whose baby shower it was and he goes oh well I'm headed to a Caps game 
and the restaurant that we worked at was close to the metro so he's like i'll stop by and have a beer and say hi okay fine and at some point during the time where he was headed there it kind of got determined that we were gonna go sneak off and have sex somewhere so i'm sitting there and i'm like waiting because i see him at the bar and she's opening presents so i'm just like waiting and waiting for her to open my present and finally i was like all right i'm gonna make a little sneaky move and we went down to the parking garage below the restaurant that we worked at, did our thing, and I came back up, and my friends are just all looking at me because they know exactly what just happened. <laughs> and yes. they're all like, I can't fucking believe you. I was like, what are you talking about? I went to the bathroom. I'm like super hungover. And they're like, no, you definitely just went to have sex. Like, what are you talking about? And I came back at the perfect time because right then we finally got to cake which was the best thing ever. And so I texted the guy saying, oh, I made it back in time for cake. And he said, who says you can't have your cake and eat it too? Uh, <laughs> yes. And that is, that's my favorite, favorite story. Oh my God. I love Wait, that. So technical question, parking garage, where did you, was it inside the car or where did you go? It, it was in the car. Yeah. Okay. Which was but not, not too hard to do. <laughs> okay. I was picturing just like, you know, standing in a corner of the parking garage or something. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't Damn. put it past myself, but uh, no, in a vehicle in the parking garage. No. Okay. Well, we literally just did one where the guy like hooked up like on top of a stranger's vehicle. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I got to ask this because. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That's we had so uh, frequented that parking lot. So I knew which areas were good. There was like five nice. levels to it. So it was an easy place oh. to go. Okay, yeah. perfect, perfect. Well, I love that story. That's great. I agree with you. Baby showers are like the worst thing ever. And they're always on they Sunday are. mornings, which is like the worst time to do anything like wholesome. Yeah. So Even like and people that I really like, I don't really want to go to your baby shower. Like I love you. Don't yeah. want to be at a baby shower. Yeah, I feel that way about baby showers and bridal showers. Any sort of shower, I'm like, it's going to be a no from me probably. Um, yeah. Just because they're like weirdly wholesome and usually like you're people's grandmas there and all that shit and it's like a weird vibe and yeah inevitably it is on like a Sunday morning when you show up hungover and you're like this is the last place I want to be is with someone's like extended family right now like yeah going like "Ooh, what a pretty gift so yeah <laughs> oh so you want me to tell you about the most awkward shower I've ever heard of yes, yes. this is excellent so there was one person I went to like middle school with who like his dad was like straight up a billionaire and so like Anytime, like, there was any, like, a party going on, it's like, okay, yeah, like, we got to check it out. But the thing is, is, like, his mom was, like, uber Catholic, like, super, super Catholic. Yeah. So her daughter was having a, I think a marriage. Yeah, it was a baby shower. And so it wasn't a baby shower. It was a prayer shower. Ooh. And oh, no. so instead of bringing a gift, you had to bring a prayer and you had to read the prayer to her. Stop. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. She was like, this is the most awkward thing I've ever done in my entire life. That is the most Oklahoma bullshit I have ever heard. <laughs> like, oh well, my God. On top of that, this, this lady didn't like to eat. And so like, she would have the most bullshit thing. Like, so like one time I did a party there, like she had like fruit pizza it, it like offended everyone. Like, I don't know how you could make it more <laughs> offensive. Like it was the worst thing I've ever eaten don't, my whole life. Yeah, don't take pizza's name in vain like that. Like how no, dare you? So she oh just my hated God. eating and punished us all. But yeah, no, that was the worst shower I've heard of. I was like, I don't know why you'd want to do that. Awesome. Well, Jane, what is your other story? Okay, yeah, so the weirdest thing story. that ever happened to me while I was bartending, I was working bar and pretty early in the day I think it was like a brunch or something and this guy comes in and he's kind of being a little sketchy looking around kind of not settled into his seat and a lot of times in like Maryland and DC they have people that come in that do spot checks for liquor licenses or make sure that you're carting people so I was like okay maybe this is like health person or someone that works for the government so making sure I'm gonna ID him He's not really picking out a drink, being really awkward and uncomfortable. So I kept just kind of keeping an eye on him while I'm talking to other guests. And finally he orders a drink for me. And he asked me, he goes, can I ask you a favor? Like a really weird favor? Okay. And he's like, I have to serve someone with papers. 
can you be a witness? And I was like, I don't feel comfortable with this. Like, what are you serving someone papers for? And he's like, oh, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's my friend. We're, we're cool. I have to, like, serve papers. I'm like, okay, this is, this is weird. And he's like, listen, I'll tip you an extra 40 bucks. And I was like, all right, I'll do anything for 40 bucks on your bartending. Yeah, I do, do so, too, yeah. <laughs> you're like, all right, fine. An extra 40 bucks on top of your thing. Turns out, a couple minutes later, this woman walks in. He was serving papers to his ex-wife. And she was not happy about it. (laughs) No, that's not friends. That's not chill. Like, you don't term it that way. (laughs) Yeah, she was not happy about it. Did she think you were, like, the other lady, too? Like, that's awkward, too. I think so. She was just mean mugging me the whole time. And then I had to sign his paper because I already agreed to do it. So I had to sign my information on his papers as a witness. So she thinks you're, like, in on it. So now she hates you. (laughs) I'm like, oh, God, what is happening to my life? So, yeah, that was a lovely afternoon bartending. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny. So, like, I wonder, like, under what context he had, like, lured her there. Like, did she think they were just going out for normal drinks and suddenly she's, like, getting a divorce? Like, (laughs) Yeah, I was trying to eavesdrop on the conversation without getting too close. So I'm like, I don't know if she had no idea he was giving papers or whether she was like, okay, this is the process. And that that was the time she was just still mad about it. But it was not fun. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so don't agree to mystery favors from your bar guests. Even (laughs) even for 40 bucks. (laughs) Higher price next time, $100. Hardest 40 bucks you've ever earned. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Wow, I love that. I think the craziest restaurant story I had is I was at this, uh, it's like an international, or not international, but countrywide chain Mexican place. I was serving there for a little bit. And so the kitchen staff was like fairly cool. I like pretty much everyone there. They were like the most chill people, except for this one guy who was like really odd. Like, I don't know. It's one of those people where like just being around him, like it makes your hair stand up a little. Like, I don't know why, but it's just, it just gives you the creeps. Like he like once yelled at me because I asked for grilled jalapenos. And he's like, I'm really fucking stressed out. And I'm like, I just want grilled jalapenos. It takes you like two seconds. Like, I don't care. Was, just he, do it. was he a line cook? He did fajitas. He was on fajitas. That, yeah, that'll do it. They'll, they'll yell at you. They're the angriest people in the world. They'll yell at you for literally anything. You'll be like, hi, how are you today? And they'll be like, I'm really fucking busy right now. Like, fajitas <laughs> well, I mean, are hot as fuck. Like, I don't blame them. But also, yeah. Oh, Oh my gosh, grumpy chefs and just the line cooks that are just constantly just like moving so fast. They're like in a blur. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this guy has a mental breakdown and like really starts going crazy and threatened the owner of the restaurant to bomb her car. Oh my God. <laughs> and so they called the cops on him and he yelled at the cops for a little bit and eventually I guess went to like whatever rural Oklahoma town he was from. But yeah, no, like, it was, like, high alert, and, like, they started locking all the doors and shit, because they were like, oh, he might come up and bomb someone or something, and I'm like, well, I don't know how locking your doors help if he's going to bomb your car, but whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah. That escalated quickly. It did. (laughs) Yeah. I just want some grilled jalapenos, man. Wow. Yeah, that's like when you go back and you just need, like, an extra side of dressing or something, (laughs) and you get yelled at. (laughs) They're like, why aren't you running food? What's wrong with you? They like, like pers- the they personally like attack your character. They're like, you're so dumb. And you're just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like it's that old like Dane Cook thing where it's like, you know the person who's gonna like shoot everyone in the office. So like every so often you're like, hey man, here's a Snickers bar. Remember that I give yeah. you these Snickers bars so you don't kill me when you kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my move as a bartender though, was being nice to the chefs because I was like, all right, I'm gonna make you coffee. And later when you're done with your shift, I'm gonna give you alcohol. And hopefully when I fuck up, you don't hate me. Yeah, yeah. you've got to be, you got to win the chef over. Cause that's yeah. like, that will make or break your restaurant it, career. Like every time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Our, our grumpy chef. I won't say his name, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> our, fa- our favorite grumpy chef at the restaurant. Chef Boyardee. Chef Boyardee. Yes. Chef that's Boyardee. what I'll call him. Chef Boyardee was the grumpiest man, but he was wonderful. Um, he had but- a heart of gold. He had a heart of gold. He's actually like the sweetest person, um, but he would just get so grumpy. And but I just like sassed him back one time, like the first time he like lashed out at me, and I was just like, I was like, "Fuck you! You're not gonna talk to me like that." And then he was just like, "Oh, 
okay. And then he like never did it again. I think he was just not used to people talking back to him. I was like, you can't talk to me like that. And he's just like, oh, okay, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) And then we were friends ever since. Yeah. But me and me and Jane were like the only two people at the restaurant. I think that he didn't like actively hate. Yeah. I avoided it as much as possible and gave them a lot of coffee. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's all I needed. They just, the the chefs are kind of like stray dogs or something. Like they just need like some patience and some love and some, some, some bribes with treats. And then they, then they warm right up to you. Heart of gold comes out. (laughs) Have I, Jane, have I ever told you about the time I came like, like so close to hooking up with Chef Boyardee? No. I don't know. I was like, I know you guys had a little crush action happening. So here's the thing. Like he was like, he was into me. And I could tell that from like, once he stopped yelling at me, basically, I think then he was like, (laughs) oh, wait, I kind of like this girl. She seems cool. So then like, he kind of like flirted with me a little bit. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But then like, he was also really weird about it because knowing the party involved like he just yeah, he was awkward, awkward about person. it of course he was so like there were several times when like we were like gonna hang out but then we like didn't and stuff because he was always just like i'm tired or like i'm busy or i'm just going home like and i was like okay like whatever and like a few one time i drove him home because his car was in the shop or something so we like talked that time and then another few times he drove me home because like the parking situation at that restaurant was yeah, a was nightmare awful. as you know so like we would like drive each other home like if one of us drove and the other didn't and stuff so we kind of like became friends and then like one time well actually I went off to his place I think a few times but to hang out um and he had like a really cute dog so like we hung out it was chill it's always helpful when they have a cute dog and that's how you know they have a heart of gold because he had like this really sweet like very old dog that he like adored so (laughs) that's how you know they have like a heart of gold but we were hanging out one time and like we were like we were like legit laying in his bed like watching Shameless and like we literally like laid there and talked about hooking up for a while and then we like just like didn't and then I went home but it was like the funniest thing like I know (laughs) we were like we were like we could and then we were like uh maybe make things weird maybe we shouldn't and then like I was just like after a while I was just kind of like okay well have a good night (laughs) eventually just left a bit Oh my god. I know. It was so funny. I was like, oh my god. And we continue to talk after that. Like, that's the other thing. It's like, we're still friends. Like, it didn't make anything weird because it was already, like, maximum weirdness, you know? So at that point, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> what a weirdo. But I love him. He's so funny. So yeah. That's my story about that. But man, restaurant life. It's weird. Restaurant life was always fun. Just so <laughs> bizarre because stuff like that happens and then you just, like, go in and see them at work the next day. Yeah, and like, just like, it, like you can't get away from it so you're just like well we're here <laughs> oh I remember my favorite my favorite memory of that though was one time I went up into the kitchen to ask him something about one of the orders or something and he was like preparing like a charcuterie board so he was like putting the meats on the board and <laughs> I went in the kitchen and he just reached out and rubs his hand down my arm and I, and I just like, what the fuck was that? And he's like, I rub my meat on you. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was good. just like, stop it. <laughs> I like died laughing and I was like, ew. <laughs> yeah, my favorite interaction ever. <laughs> but he my said it like dead I... serious and I was just like, stop. <laughs> oh my God. My friends yeah. and I used to play this game called Bucket of Mischief, and we would literally like, put a bunch of dares in a like plastic to-go cup, and you'd have to pull stuff out on your board during your shift. That's amazing. And so the like most common one was to eat a pickle seductively, and so Ooh. you'd like dare someone to like dip it in ranch and like seductively eat it in front of another. Oh my co-worker. god! <laughs> <laughs> we should have done this. <laughs> it was a lot of entertainment. I like it. That's amazing. Oh my god! Yeah, restaurant life. Also, remember the, um, remember during, like, Sunday brunch when people would just regularly bone in the bathroom? Oh, yeah. Like, like, customers, like, would just, because we, it was, it was a small restaurant, so we had the kind of bathrooms where it's, like, it's, like, a single room, and it has, like, a full door that locks, and they're, like, unisex or whatever, so, like, like, couples would just go in one of those together and just, like, go at it, and, like, everyone in the restaurant knew what was happening, because, like, it's a small restaurant, 
the bathrooms were like right there it's not like it was like discreet that they were like out of view like it's literally right there so it was just so funny so obvious and then they come out and act like no one knew and we're all just like all the servers are just like standing there like staring at them Like, we do we gotta clean that shit up? For them. I know. And then I would have to go and like restock the bathrooms and stuff. And I'd be like, God damn it, not again. <laughs> so gross. All right. Well, I guess we'll go into our um, rotating topics of the week. Mm-hmm. And this time around, Jane brought us the excellent topic of women who are daddies. Yeah. Start us so off. I was obviously listening to Call Her Daddy episode of Miley Cyrus, and she introduced her as the ultimate daddy. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, are there other women that you would consider daddies and why? Because like most people you'd be like, oh, she's a boss bitch or she's cool or she's a queen. But like what makes a woman a daddy? I love this topic. Yeah, because I too, of course, have listened to the Call Her Daddy Miley Cyrus episode. It is a groundbreaking work of podcasting, podcasts, <laughs> if I do say so myself. It's beautiful. Um But yeah, it is really interesting because I'm like, wow, you're so right. Like Miley is the ultimate daddy, but then I can't explain why. So I've been trying to think about that also. And I don't know, like, do you have any other examples that you think fit into the category? I don't know. I was trying to think of like Beyonce, but I still like, you know, obviously she's queen B. So it's No, she's a queen. It's different. Yeah. Yeah, It's a different vibe. Yeah. I know. I would say. Angelina Jolie could be a daddy could be yeah I could see that she definitely has some like masculine energy I would say like she seems very dominant and like if you were in relationship with her like she would call the shots like but in like a very sexy way I think what makes Miley interesting is because like she's definitely like kind of crazy and wants to party but like ultimately she's always like in control of her actions Cause like when I saw her on like Saturday Night Live, I was like, oh, like your persona, like you're leaning heavily into it. Like you're pretty self-aware of like what you're doing. Like, it's not like one of those things where it's just like, yeah, you're like just going crazy and like on a bench or whatever. It's like, no, like she's tapping into like what people are expecting from her. Yeah, Yeah, she's very smart, I think. And very self-aware of how she's perceived and how she like wants to be perceived, I think. Yeah, on the podcast- she goes into it a little bit about just like I chose to have this rebellious stage and to live life that way and then I was just kind of like okay I'm done with that for a minute (laughs) yeah yeah she's very self-aware I think and she's very like um I don't know she very much owns like the different like things she's done and she she takes a lot of ownership for like how her life has gone I think which is interesting because I feel like a good amount of celebrities are kind of like and then this bad thing happened to me and then I had this breakup and stuff and like she just seems very in control of like her whole situation which I like a lot yeah and I feel like with her like being on Hannah Montana like for like starting at like a young age being in the spotlight that would like give her full card of like my life is fucked up I was like in the spotlight too young or whatever but she doesn't really play that card very often which I respect Yeah, yeah, no, she talks about being on there and stuff, but, like, she kind of, like, laughs about, she'll, like, laugh about it now, and she'll, like, people will, like, send her funny videos from, like, Hannah Montana, and she'll, like, share them on her own Instagram and stuff, like, I feel like she's very chill about it, which is funny, and she talks about how cool it was, like, getting to work with her dad and stuff, so, I mean, I think she kind of looks back on it, and it's like, that was weird, but, you know, she's not, like, bitter, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, other women that I would classify as, like, daddies. The only one I can think of off the top of my head is Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, that's a good vibe. I think she has daddy energy. That's my boyfriend's celebrity crush. (laughs) Perfect. No, I, (laughs) like, I love her so much. She's so funny just because she's, like, she's very dark and sarcastic. But she definitely has, like, the energy of, like you know, I will, I will tell you what to do and like, you will like it basically. Did like, you hear like, about her audition for Parks and Rec? Yeah, no. I was just watching a video about that the other day. Dude, it's amazing. She literally just sat down in the room with them and stared at the uh, people auditioning and they would ask her questions and she wouldn't say shit and just like stared at them. That's and then, like, amazing. When they're, like, 
it was time to go she left and like the people were just like that was amazing and creepy but like that's exactly what they were looking for yes <laughs> they're like you're hired <laughs> yeah. the character i guess was originally just called aubrey because they were just like this is just you being you on the yeah. show <laughs> that's so funny no i love her so i feel like she's one um i feel like another one is um stephanie beatrice from Brooklyn yeah. Nine-Nine. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. She has, like, very, like, kind of dominant, like, masculine energy, I feel like, but is still, like, very girly. Like, she, like she's gorgeous. So, like, I yeah. don't know. Like, I was surprised because if you, like, her voice is very different on the show than how she talks normally. Like, she has a much higher pitch voice. Yeah. So she goes, like, really deep in there. <laughs> yeah, I was so surprised. So, I've actually seen her live because um, when I went to a, the one of the my favorite murder live shows in oh, Vegas. Yeah. Um, she was their special guest and she came on and told like a hometown murder. Um, oh, that's cool. It was really cool. Cause it was a surprise. Cause I didn't know that was going to be um, the, like the hometown because normally they just pull someone out of the audience, but they were like, we actually ran into her on the flight over to Vegas and we asked her <laughs> and she's a big fan. We found out and we asked her if she wanted to do this. So like, she just came on and told a story and it was awesome. But yeah, That's she awesome. had a, she had a totally different voice and she obviously like, she's really like bubbly and funny, like in person, like she's very different than like how she is on Brooklyn nine, nine. So it was interesting to see, but she's, she's super cool, but I would categorize her in this, um, in the, the daddy energy. Daddy. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I can't really think of any others. Like, any other like, like a list celebrities? Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. <laughs> <laughs> She's America's daddy now. Our ultimate daddy. She really is. Like, we need her to be our daddy these days. <laughs> like, yes. Well, her kids call her Mamala, which I think is like the cutest thing I've. Oh, ever heard amazing. yeah i call her mamala too i'm i tell andrew i'm like it's mamala <laughs> so yeah she's gonna be our collective mamala uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah Joe, would you ever call a girl daddy in bed i was like thinking that because like when you brought this up i know the podcast call her daddy and i think like before we did the podcast i listened to a couple episodes or something just to see like because there wasn't too many podcasts that, like fit our vibe but that was one I listened to, but um, I don't know, I could. I don't really have any like hesitance in bed for anything, but I haven't done it until now, but eh. is Is there anything that would totally like throw you off your game? Like if someone called you something and you were, you were like, whoa, like we need to stop. Like, is there anything that would just totally kill it for you? I mean, if they like, let's see, if they said an ex's name, or something mm. where it was just like your mind is like somewhere else or something like that I think that would but I don't know I'm pretty to the point of like I don't give a fuck so it's hard to like throw me off too much okay has a girl ever called you daddy I don't think so this is something that I wonder about because I feel like this is like a widespread thing but yet I've never met anyone who like says that they're actually into this so i'm i i'm wondering if this is like a big conspiracy or if you just have to find a very specific subset of the population of girls who are like into that yeah i see if like a girl is into it like i'm fine with it i have no desire to be called that it's just like i don't know it's just not my thing but see i feel like that's most guys like they're like i mean i guess if they want to say that sure but like i'm not really into it at least from the guys i've surveyed about this or they're yeah, not like, or, yeah. or they're not willing to admit it. <laughs> no, you know me. Like I'll, I'll admit <laughs> yeah, but... yeah, you'll tell us anything. <laughs> Jane, have no. you ever met a guy who's into that? No. I'm actually like surprised, honestly, that I have not. Yeah, I'm surprised too. No one has ever been like, oh, like call me daddy. So I've yeah. never encountered this. I feel like especially since like Fifty Shades of Grey, this whole like playing with control and who's dom and who's submissive and stuff has become super popular but Mm -hmm. i've never really met a dude who's outright like wants to be a dom that isn't like specifically seeking someone out for the other role yeah that's that's true i feel like it's one of those things that in theory people are like oh that's kind of hot but in practice no one is really doing this (laughs) (laughs) or maybe i maybe they're just out there and i just haven't met them but (laughs) yeah 
the weirdest thing I heard, because like, I don't know, to me, like most people don't really like open up too much to that degree. Like um, they'll tell interesting stories, but they don't go like super kinky. During college, there was like a group of like basketball player girls that I would set by in this class. And they always like talk shit about whatever dude they're with. Well, one girl was with a dude who like, he was like, hey, I have this fetish that I want to like try out with you. And I guess she was just like, all right, whatever. So he came out, he was naked, but he was wearing a cowboy hat and he had rope and he wanted to rope her up and have sex. And she said no. Oh my God. Yeah. So a few things. First of all, I love the way you describe those girls because they sound like they have daddy energy for sure. They um, did, how honestly. they're just like roasting yeah. the guys they're hooking up with. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and I sat like right next to them and they didn't give a fuck. And I was just like, these are great stories. Like, I, keep know, that's, I love it. That's amazing. I love that. But also, so I can see the rope thing. Like that's not super weird. Like there's a lot of people who are into like, um, like bondage and like, um, oh my gosh, what is the specific like rope play one called? It's like shibari or something, but there's like a specific yeah. thing where if you like tie people up and stuff. There's like a specific that. Japanese way of doing it or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's definitely a thing, but I love the addition of the kind of like yeehaw flair to it where he had like the cowboy hat and specifically, <laughs> and then it gets real country. <laughs> that's my thing is the rope. Like if it was just the rope, that's one thing, but like with the cowboy hat and tying someone else up, I'm like, are you trying to simulate like cattle? Like oh, what the yeah. hell are you going for? Yeah. That, that took a weird turn. Um, I love that. She just said no to it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Oh my god. I feel like that's something you don't like just spring on someone. Like I feel like that needs some warning. Like if someone wants yeah. to like tie me up like back in like my single days, I would have been like, okay, like we need to like set some ground yeah. rules first. Maybe, like, maybe start with one hand. Yeah. <laughs> maybe see yeah. how you feel about it. Yeah, like start with maybe just like some handcuffs and go from there, but not like the full body situation. Like or like maybe like time three or something like that let's like lay the groundwork and see how this goes right right yeah one time I well this is a fun story um so this was in college of course and um I would I'll get more into the, the specifics of this story at some point because it's a rather convoluted story how I ended up with this man that I was uh seeing at the time um but we had been kind of like hanging out and like hooking up and stuff and then one night we were hanging out in his uh dorm room and we were just like watching a movie or something and it was like a tuesday night or some shit it was like a very average night and he was like so like you want to get a little weird and i was just like okay <laughs> like because <sure. laughs> like, you never know where that's gonna go so I was like let's see how this plays out and so I was like mm, okay <laughs> and next thing you know like I am duct taped to a coffee table um oh, oh. full nude I'm he got duct tape and I was duct taped like to the coffee table and like laying on top of it and like I was like taped onto the table and then there were like a bunch of ice cubes involved and he Ooh. was like rubbing ice cubes all over me and then like it got then like took a turn and then like it got more sexual so then like things are happening and then <laughs> so at this point it's like 3 a.m on a tuesday night and this is going down and there's like fucking we were playing a video game i don't remember what we were playing Oh my god, no, I do remember. Okay, we were playing Batman Arkham Asylum. So the Arkham Asylum music is, the game is still going. So that's just on in the background through the entire the music, thing. The entire yeah, yeah, time. that's the theme music is Arkham Asylum. And this is going down. So at this point, he's like banging me like while I am duct taped to this coffee table, there's a full ice tray just melting next to us. And <laughs> it's like the 3 a.m. It's like 3 a.m. The Batman music's going. And then his we were in the living room and that doesn't sound that weird but it was like a quad so it's it like a living room common area with a kitchen and then like two bedrooms off of it and there were two oh, people geez. in each bedroom and oh, he no. was one of the people in one of the bedrooms so the other two people in the other bedroom were gone for the night like they were they just weren't there straight up but 
his actual roommate was asleep in their bedroom and that's why we were in the living room like we weren't in the bedroom because he was in there so it's like 3 a.m and we hear his bedroom door crack open and his roommate comes and takes like one step out to like go get a freaking drink of water in the kitchen and turns and just looks at us sees this situation going down and just takes another step backwards and just closes the door and just acts like nothing happened <laughs> well, that's the only way to respond <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, fun fact, I still talk, so the roommate I am still friends with to this day, the guy that had me duct taped to the table, we are no longer on speaking terms, not by my choice, by his, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. So that, that's my story on that front. So it's the only time I've, uh, really gotten too into the, uh, the bondage side of things, but you know, it was an interesting experience and don't knock it till you try it, I suppose. (laughs) And now every time you hear Arkham Asylum, you get horny? Like flashbacks, (laughs) yes. (laughs) I take it you've never seen uh, Gerald's Game on Netflix? No. No. Oh, I don't want to talk. I mean, like, I don't want to give it away. I know the general premise, but I haven't watched it. So, like, that might be a movie that we watched as a podcast, because, like, I think everyone should check this out. It's a great movie. It's Stephen King, but, like... I don't know, like, when Stephen King gets too complicated, I kind of get, like, off of it. Mm-hmm, but, like, yeah. this one, this it's, like, a super simple premise and, like, terrifying, and I love it. Okay. I I'm like have that. to watch it now. I love Stephen yeah. King. I have not it's seen It's, like, a one. couple... So I'll just, like, give it slightly away, because I don't think it ruins it for too many... For anyone, because it happens, like, first 15 minutes of the movie. So it's, like, an older couple. They, like, want to get kinky, and so they, like, rent a cabin and, like, do some BDSM, and so, like, she gets all tied up. Like, they're starting to go at it. The guy has a heart attack and dies. Ugh. And so she's stuck in the middle of nowhere where the dude's dead. And she's just tied to this bed. That Nightmare. sounds terrifying. Oh, my God. It's a but great movie, though. That yeah. is, like, the worst case scenario. Like, that's what I'm scared of. Like, like, getting, like, tied up by someone you, like, don't know that well. Or just, like, there's so many things that could go wrong. Like, nope. I mean, best case scenario the roommate just walks out and sees you guys like that's fine like that happened i'm fine with it but yeah it could have gone so much worse <laughs> yeah and it's unlikely for a 20 year old dude to have a heart attack but yeah you know. thank god <laughs> i feel like if you're older and you're doing that you should just have a life alert in your hand oh my as... god right <laughs> be careful out there although hey, i did girl. have a guy i did have a guy pass out like on top of me one time and it was horrifying Oh, you no. have to tell that story sometime. That it, there's not great. much. No, like legit, that's the whole story. Like, there's really not much to it. This is like, <laughs> no. I mean, I'll just tell it right now. There's not much to the story. Like, it was this guy I was hooking up with, and like, it was one of the one of the first times we were hooking up. We hooked up for a while, but one of the first times we were hooking up, he like, we're literally like mid-sex, and he literally just passes out and just like, like right on top of me, and I'm like, oh my god, like I'm freaking out, and I like roll him off of me basically, and I'm like freaking out like basically like slapping him in the face like trying to get him to wake up and then like he wakes up and he's like what happened and I'm like you passed out and he's like oh I must have forgotten to breathe and I was like who the fuck forgets to breathe what are you doing (laughs) so (laughs) I was so annoyed so then I was just mad at him so yeah that that's what happened there that's the whole story it was just funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah well awesome um, so in terms of, you know, um, personal life updates and chatter, I think Joe has something to share with us and I have no idea what it is actually. Yeah, no, it was just like one of those things where I feel like during quarantine, everyone has like good days and bad days. And like some days you're like, ah, this is great. And some days you're just like, fuck everything. And so like I was in the shower this morning and I was kind of going towards negative but then I like just like realized like where I was like one year ago where I was like, yeah, the job I had for five years is ending. And like since then, like I've lost like literally 40 pounds and like have a job that I like and um, been like in a fun city and everything. And I was just like, holy crap, like my life's changed so much. But like it's been for the better, like quarantine sucks. But like, I don't know, I just had that realization today of just like 
kind of like putting things in perspective because it's hard because especially now when things change like every single month but for me just like going back one year and like thinking of like how much good change that I've done I don't know it just really helped me a lot so that's what I was gonna throw out there positive thinking sometimes helps that's awesome yeah I feel like it is it's hard to like kind of like I don't know zoom out and see just because this year has been like just so weird on every level but yeah then I like think about stuff and I'm like honestly like quarantine has not been bad for me like I get to work from home now like I you know like I didn't lose my job like Thomas is thrilled because I'm home all the time like I don't know it's interesting to look back and see like where we were like a year ago or two years ago or whatever and it's like a lot of things are super shitty but then like some other things I'm like okay well this is this is not too bad this is doable (laughs) yeah it's more just like I miss like going to bars or just like not having to like think before going out is like kind of like mostly like how everything goes but I think I mean like everyone's been inconvenienced so it's not like anything's relatively single just to you yeah I find it just like very exhausting going out now like the few places I am able to go it's just like it's like I want to go places but like it's such a process to go places now that like I feel like I'm so drained afterward. Sarah you or Jane have any exciting things or whatever to share? Not really. Uh, I went to the zoo yesterday and yeah that was a process. That's cool. Now you have to like get like book a ticket doesn't cost you anything but you still have to get a time to go and then you have to like stay on certain trails going in one direction but i saw some animals did you notice a guy wearing shorts whenever you (laughs) no no were were you sweaty (laughs) i was sweaty towards the end (laughs) so maybe oh my gosh (laughs) um yeah i don't think i have anything really either like on yeah not much is uh is happening in my life but yeah, anything from you, Jane, aside from the zoo? <laughs> no, nothing. Just uh, being unemployed, being a stay-at-home cat mom. Love it. <laughs> For those who, you know, obviously can't see what's happening, my cat's been walking on the table in front of the screen the whole time. <laughs> I I've enjoyed it. Yeah. They were trying to eat the microphone, so. Well, it does look kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I feel like you're improving your tarot skills like this seemed pretty accurate and then like one person was like i don't think this yeah reach out to jane if you want a tarot reading we'll uh yeah. we'll, we'll link her uh her instagram you can message her <laughs> yeah i also can do Dude. astrology stuff if you have your birth time i can give you pretty good astrology readings too excellent set up an only fans for like astrology and divination <laughs> Yes, please. This is your new side hustle. <laughs> It'll just be tower readings, but like I'll film it where it's just like my cleavage. The whole yes. Time. Like, yes. <laughs> I do it like ASMR, like I like your tower readings. <laughs> you could absolutely corner the market on this. I'm sure there's clients. Sexual <laughs> readings. Yes. <laughs> tarot readings with boobs. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, I think that's all for this one. Thank you for joining us, Jane. This was yeah, lovely. It was fun. Yeah, Yay. thanks, Jane. Awesome. All right. Well, like I said, you can I'll uh, link Jane's info if you want to track her down for some readings or advice in general. Um, she's pretty wise. <laughs> and that's about it. We will see y'all next week. Peace and blessings, y'all. Peace and blessings.